Welcome back to Get Tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. And I'm the mom Dawn and Re- Ruben's a number cheater. What do you mean? Because I was supposed to count you down and you started and I was still counting. I thought it would be funny. It was funny, but I'm like, wait, wait, I'm going too slow. So, um, <laughs> I'm going too slow. I'm going too slow. I must go faster. Hello, everyone, and happy December. Happy I hope Hanukkah. all your Christmas shopping is done. And happy Hanukkah. I'm so sorry I forgot that. Happy Hanukkah to all of, all of our listeners. Just in general. That well, that celebrate Hanukkah. I yeah. think that's wonderful. <laughs> no, I, I do. do what you want to guess? I don't know. No, that's not how I meant it. I worked at a Jewish school for five years. Yeah, and I learned all that stuff, and it was. I really is cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah. So, if you've never listened, oh, did you have more to say? No, I was just gonna make a Hanukkah song joke, but you can continue. I think I should. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Sorry. Feelings. Did you hurt my feelings? Yeah. Are you asking me if you hurt my feelings on mic? What if I just said yes? What if I was like, yeah, mom, I was really upset by that. I'm sorry. That's no. what I was said. <laughs> no. Um. Anyway, <laughs> if you've never listened to our podcast before, welcome. We are a movie review kind of podcast um, where a theme is given to us or... <laughs> What's wrong, mom? I okay. couldn't finish. Ruben's making the faces that I make at him every week when he goes over the spiel, but you do it so fast and I'm like, wait, what is it? So, we are a movie review podcast, and what we do is review movies, and I have to close my eyes because everyone's making me laugh. And either a theme is given to us, or we give each other a theme. Ruben You okay? What's wrong? <laughs> Ruben picks the movies doing? for me. I picked the movies for him. This week was an awesome theme. Come, came. <laughs> you okay? Stop laughing. Stop making me laugh. <laughs> I don't know. You're just this sitting week there laughing was an at nothing. awesome theme. It was thought of What's wrong, wrong? by Ruben, and What's it's called wrong? Comfort Food, and it's a movie that makes you happy no matter what. Yeah, you okay? Yes. So that's it. I'm so sorry, you guys, for listening that I broke up about five times, but Ruben was being really silly, and I will never again do that spiel. <laughs> that's always going to be yours the next time. I understand time. why you like when I do the spiel, because I it's just sat just there and silly. made you laugh. Yeah. yeah, it's just fun, but from now on, you do it, and I will sit here quietly. <laughs> And I won't make like face. It's a punishment. I know. I'm on time out. So anyway, so this week was called Comfort Food, and it's yeah. movies that make you happy no matter what. Yeah. I gave you. Twenty seven dresses. Okay, it makes me happy all the time. You gave me. Singing in the rain. Oh, I could talk for hours about this movie, or maybe. Man, if 20. only if only you had a medium to do that. But I do. Maybe only twenty minutes. That's a long time uh, for me. Twenty minutes would be. You know, a little low. If we oh. could go 30. Oh, we'll see. Maybe 40. Yeah, Maybe 40. I'll just talk for three you hours. You go first. Ready? Go. Oh, really? Yeah. I okay. feel like I go first all the time. Yeah, but I don't think it really matters, does it? I mean, it doesn't. But. Okay. So, this movie came out in 1951. You were how old? Wasn't born yet. You were 45? Shh. I was born in 1966. Um, it stars... I think you misspoke. You said 1966, and I thought you meant 1766. <laughs> Make you over 300 years old. But I have better taste in movies than you do. That's incorrect. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. That's weird, because I gave you Singing in the Rain. Oh, that's right. So, Except this so, time. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. Okay. So, let's talk about this amazing film. Um, so, 1951, starring Gene Hagen, who most people didn't know, but I read all the little prime quotes, and man, was there good stuff on that. Mm-hmm. So, I will talk about her. And Donald O'Connor, who is fantastic. Hey, can you look up for me? Has Donald O'Connor passed away? 
Because I don't, I think he's out of the main three. So it's Debbie Reynolds, Gene Kelly, Donald O'Connor. Wait, that's Carrie Fisher's mom? Yeah, she just passed away a couple of years ago, right? Or a year or so ago? About a year ago, right after her daughter did. Right. Gene Kelly passed away... A thousand years ago. Well, not a thousand, but a while ago. Yeah, but why? In the 90s? Why? Because he was old. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think because he was old. Um, But I'm not sure about Donald O'Connor. So if you can look that up for me. I'm in the process. Uh, he died in 2003. Oh, so he's been gone for a long time. But amazing cast. So this movie all takes place um, in the 1920s when silent films are what movies are all about. And Gene Kelly plays Don Lockwood, and he is a big star, mm-hmm. silent movie star. And Gene Hagen, and I doesn't matter, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly, but Gene Hagen plays Lena Lamont and they are this big hot couple and you know everybody oh when are you getting married all this tell us your story so but Gene Kelly's character does all the talking because they're going to a movie premiere and he's doing all the talking and Lena just looks there and smiles and everything and it's a big hit and so now they're going to make a new movie but all of a sudden what happens is the jazz singer comes out and it's the first talking film and they say oh it's not going to be popular don't worry about it so they keep doing these really cheesy because they're silent films cheesy silent films but then all of a sudden they decide to make a talking film and and they said we should talk everybody talks and lena's voice you hear well of course everyone talks that's how she speaks she she's definitely not the voice for a talking film and they're all looking at her well the only person that thinks that she's engaged to don lockwood is lena lamont Mm -hmm. don has told her many times gene kelly no 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 well gene kelly meets this girl kathy selden is her name and he acts he actually drops in on her she is driving her car in her little outfit she's going somewhere and he literally falls into her car and she's like screaming everything and the she says the policeman oh help me there's a man in my car she's he's like you don't know who this is it's don lockwood so he's like then gene kelly's being all suave and she's like oh i don't like movies i never watch them and you know what you've seen one you've seen them all yeah she's kind of snooty and he's like no he was just kind of like whatever (laughs) it was weird that there was a fart joke in the middle of so then he goes to a party of at the big studio producer's house and Mm. they're all there and then all of a sudden there's a special show for them and this woman pops out of the cake and who is it it's kathy and all of a sudden all that stuff that she told gene kelly oh uh, you know, your movies are yuck. I'm much more into theater. All this, it was all a lie. Yeah. So it just, it, I wanted to say one thing about it is Debbie Reynolds was 17 or 19. She was young. 17. And from what I had heard, okay, I've already said this before, but I'm going to say it again. I have always thought Gene Kelly was amazing. Summer Stock with um, Judy Garland. Xanadu. Okay, not really. I wasn't <laughs> a big fan of American in Paris. There's not a lot of talking. Wait. An American in Paris? In, no, you're missing a word there. An American in Paris. Mm. Not American Werewolf in yeah. Paris. Yeah, and I was never in him. Sing and dance around as a werewolf. Yeah, no. 
and there's several others. I've always been a huge fan since I was about nine or ten. I even had when I even had the singing in the rain plate from Avon that when you played the music when you turned the little thing it played the song. A plate. It was a like a decorative plate, you know, oh. like a decorator plate. It wasn't you like you're eating macaroni and then like on Gene <laughs> Kelly's face. No, yeah, I wasn't it's like eating singing. Like you're no, 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 stop. no, no, no. It was just like on a little on a little wooden thing, and then you turn it and play the song. It was the coolest plate. I don't know what happened to it, but it was very cool. So anyway, Debbie Reynolds was seventeen or nineteen, very young. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize either, and I've seen this movie so many times. Did you notice it? Who the director was? Yeah, George Lucas. No, it no wasn't. it's me. I'm here. No. I did it. No. Yes, I did. No. Who's the director? I don't know. Gene Alfred Kelly. Hitch. Oh, I yeah. No, it was Gene Kelly and his partner, his business partner, Stanley Donner. Donnan, something like that. So anyway, so here he's acting and directing. But I oh. had... Do you know if that happened, like, much in that time? I mean, it happens now all the time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was that like a... I'm not even, like, being facetious. No, like, I know. Do you know? Like, yeah, I don't know. But, like, was that a thing? Because... That's, I mean, it's impressive now, but it's even more impressive then because of the big spectacle of everything. And he did all the choreo. He and his, he, he and Stanley Don and did all the choreography too. I mean, it was busy. Yeah, what a psycho. But no. No, I mean in a good way. Like that's so much work that you're like. But that's what he was known for is working so hard, being a perfectionist. I think that according to the notes I read. He made her cry on many occasions because it was never good enough. Push yeah. her harder, push her harder, push her harder. They were saying in one scene, they had to, the good morning scene where they're dancing on the couches and all that stuff. Good morning, yeah. good morning. No, no, I get it. Thank you. Oh, no, you were looking at me like, okay, <laughs> no, I, I was what saying you're talking yes. about. <laughs> um, that they had to carry her off because she broke like blood vessels and stuff in her feet. Ew. And that's how hard that she was working. In. And again, what does that mean? It just means that like big blisters and bad stuff yeah (laughs) also i also read that she was living with her parents at the time debbie reynolds Mm -hmm. and she it took her three hours to get to the studio every day why because she lived out and she had to take buses so she was just this was like her first major i think her first major film you could almost say it's her star wars wink okay you could but i wouldn't but you could what i mean is right Look at her daughter. Right. Her daughter was like 19, 18. Her daughter was young when she started in Star Wars, and she wasn't anybody yet. Right. Sure, she had a couple little things, but she really wasn't anybody. Like, right. it, it was kind of this breakout. And so it's kind of interesting for me to see the flip of it. Right. Like, yeah, Carrie Fisher was definitely pushed a little bit with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And do you think her mom was like, I know exactly what you're... Go-. Like, it's kind of weird, right? Like, right. They're two completely different movies. But push, push, push. But it's like, hey, I I know what you're going through. I know what you're doing. I know how hard this is. And, like, I mean, I I think her and her mom were pretty close. Like, I think that's pretty cool. Like, to have that weird experience of, like, man, I came home and I was pushed all day on set. Just push, push, push. More, more, more. Hey, I know what that's like. Yes, exactly. Okay, so then what the studio decides to do is... They're going to do a talkie. So they do a talkie, but they have to put the microphone in the plants and Lena, again with her voice, one of my favorite, again, I said it last time, one of my favorite lines is the voice dictation coach is trying to help her use round sounds. 
And so she says, the dictation coach goes, I can't stand him. And she, and Lena goes, I can't stand him. I just love that. Does she do? She go. that's what she does. Why are you laughing at me? That's how she says it. Do it one more time. I can't stand him. You sound like a mix of Joe Pesci. Okay. And Rosie Perez. There you go. But it sounded a little like that's what she did. Yeah. Right. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not making fun of you. I yeah, just think that's, but that's funny. It, I'm gonna say it one more time because it's funny. Okay, do it. I can't stand him. Can't stand him. Yeah, that's how she talked. So then, what? Um, Debbie Reynolds, Donald O'Connor, who Donald O'Connor plays Cosmo, who is the musical director. So that's how he is kind of like the best buddy. What they decide to do, and they talk to RF or whatever his name is, the big studio guy, is they're going to have Kathy sing all of Lena's lines, do all of Lena's lines, and Lena's never going to know. Yeah, because why would she go see her own movie? Well, I know. I was like, okay, Which, she would. If she went to the premiere, you know. Yeah, that's fair. See, I wasn't even thinking of it like that. Like, is there some actors where it's like, it's weird that they don't watch their own movies? Uh-huh. But, like, if I was a movie star, like... I would want to see, like, I know what it's like behind. Right. Especially in today. I mean, it was probably different. Right. But in, like, today's age, with all of the CGI and computers and blah, 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 in the real world, I'm sitting in a green screen in my underpants talking to a tennis ball. When I go watch the movie, I'm Mowgli talking to Baloo. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Thank you for the vision of you sitting, no, talking but, to a tennis ball in your underpants. <laughs> the first thought in my brain was right. Jungle Book. Right, Like, that, that kid... In in the oh, the Jungle Book gosh. remake, it's like where did that come from? The kid in the Jungle Book remake is the only human in that movie, I think. And he did such for, a great job. Yeah, he's great. But like, imagine what that's like, right? To be in the studio with just a big green screen, and you're talking to a tennis ball. Now you're talking to another tennis ball. Now you're talking to another tennis ball, or whatever. Right. And then go see the movie, and it's completely different because that's you, yeah. but you were never really in that situation. I mean. Back then, when it wasn't all this, like, you know, all this crazy CGI stuff, sure, it was probably different. Right. But, uh, yeah, no, so that that's my thing, is, like, why wouldn't you go see yourself? Like, that, would, to me, would be really cool to be like, wow, this world feels real, even though I was on that set, and it's behind a parking lot. Right. Well, and the reason why they have to do it is they do, the movie's called Dueling Cavaliers, so it's really a movie in a movie. The Dueling Cavaliers. And they show it to a preview audience, and the sound is off because it's a record to visual, mm -hmm. and Lena's voice is terrible. And so people are laughing and saying that this is the worst movie they've ever seen, and this is the end of Lamont and mm -hmm. Lockwood. And so it's like, okay, so then that's when um, the three of them decide about doing... Actually, it was Cosmo who came up with it, that have Kathy Selden do all the recording. Yeah. I'm going to talk about something really quick. Then they're happy. They're singing. Everything is great. And then Don is falling in love. There's been a couple of romantic songs. Don is falling in love with Kathy. Kathy's falling in love with Don. And then comes the iconic, I will say that word, iconic mm -hmm. singing in the rain scene. He says goodnight, and then he starts singing. Now, again, some information that I found. Mm-hmm. This is the seventh time that the song Singing in the Rain has been in a movie. Yeah. I didn't know that. Did you know, and I'm glad you brought this up because I was going to bring it up, all but like one or two of these songs are not original. They're I did not know that. They all were from previous movies or from previous Hollywood things or from this and that. This is like a, uh, 
it's almost if like you took a movie and put a bunch of music in it from like different genres or different time and set it to like that time period like but you would never like something like that like you would never you would never like a movie like that mom because those movies are bad your words i know no i don't say they're bad i just you just don't like moulin rouge because of the exact same reason no that's not the reason why i don't like moulin rouge why don't you like moulin rouge so i guess it is yeah because this takes place in yeah okay so i'm wrong but that's okay I didn't like Moulin Rouge because the songs were from, like, the 70s or the 60s or the 80s, and this is supposed to be, like, the 1800s. Yeah, that's what makes it cool. It's different. It's not cool. Or I just, that's okay. I don't care for it. It's fine. So, now let's talk about the iconic Singing in the Rain scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, again, all the information I'm getting is from Amazon Prime, because okay. I love that, because I don't know. I thought I knew almost everything about this movie because I love this movie yeah. so much. I didn't know hardly any of it. Okay. The... It's a two-block city back lot. So yes. it looks like a real... Which, okay, I wasn't too surprised about that because they don't... In that time, they didn't do too many real city blocks. It's all on a studio. Sure. It was filmed in the daytime, so they had to put tarps over to cover the daylight. Cool. And this is the part that I had mentioned before. Gene Kelly was sick. Mm-hmm. It said maybe he had 101 fever, so he was pretty sick, felt yucky. Basically, he ad-libbed the whole thing. What do you mean he ad-libbed the whole thing? They said, okay, Gene Kelly, you got to start here. By the time your song is over, you have to be in this oh, spot. I was like, he didn't write the song. How did he no, ad-lib no, no, no. the song? The, the dancing. dancing. Good for him. But he, choreo- he, he just ad-libbed the entire thing and did it in one take. Shut up. No, that's what it said. One take. He did the entire scene in one take. Shut up. No, I'm not kidding. Why are you saying shut up to me? That's what it said. that is so like crafted right and i'm sure they it's not like he showed up and was like i don't know i'm gonna wing it like you know what i mean like i'm sure well he pla- yeah but he's sick and he's but like because they weren't even sure if they were gonna film it because his partner wanted to send him home yeah and he's like no let's just try this and it let's he did it. it in one take that's incredible yeah i'm I, not i'm not even like joking like, no like it's that's so incredible that's legitimately did i ever show you and i'm sure i can show you after the this song from the 20s like actually from the 20s from no. like it's from an early movie and it's a big it's actually kind of spooky it's a giant yes. chorus of people yes and they're all singing it and it's kind of weird because it's like black and white and kind of grainy and you're just like singing in the rain but it's it's interesting to me i mean i love this kind of stuff right i love taking something and adapting it right and like you don't realize that this song was not written for this movie i had no idea because yeah, I've been a huge fan of this since I was a kid, and I and, didn't know it. I mean, you said iconic, and, and you're to not me, wrong. It's no, no, you're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong. This is, to me, one of the most iconic movie musical sequences. Because I think a lot of the times when people say musical, right. just name a musical, this image is in their brain of him on the light post. Yes. Or maybe Grease? Like, you know what I mean? Like, right, like that's a, what like, you think about, maybe. Like, I, I don't know... Like, name a movie musical... I don't know what besides this and Grease, like... And I'm sure somebody's Sound listening. of Music? Yeah, fair. They're, they're, I'm sure that some people are like, I can't believe you're not saying Blank, which is probably more famous than both Rent. of those. Nah. Phantom of the Opera? Mm. Here's what I mean, though. Kay. Those are stage musicals originally adapted in... No, Got actually, it. I'm super wrong. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Phantom of the Opera, book... Movie, musical, movie, I think, uh-huh. musical again, like right. So, well, very good. So, just love it. I, like I said, when I read that he did it in one 
take. And it says the scene you're watching right now. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. Amazing. And and I was thinking, of course, there's water. And they also said that it was... How did he not slip? Well, and what I was thinking is he's sick as a dog. He's got 101 fever and he's splashing around in this water. That one scene where he's under the gutter and he takes his hat off and that water is... I would be like... But, like, there's a lot more than just him moving to the scene that that feels very, like, and now, and now, and now. Right, ad-libbed it. (sighs) Right, just, I mean, there was some that I'm like, okay, we've seen him do that kind of, I don't I can't, I can't verbally describe it. When Jerry the Mouse popped out and they did a little dance. That was a, that's American in Paris, I think. No, he's a mouse, not a werewolf. No, anyway, different movie, but... Uh, I think maybe it's not. I don't know what movie it is, but because I didn't like American Paris. But anyway, so then the scene is over, and they're still working on. Now they're going to make it the musical. It's good. They're hiding uh, Kathy, and she's doing all the scenes now. Again, something I found so interesting, and you probably read this, that the scenes where Debbie Reynolds is speaking the lines mm-hmm. and covering Lena's voice, that is not Debbie Reynolds' voice. What? The one scene where, and she's talking and he's, and Gene Kelly is standing by her. Mm-hmm. That's not Debbie Reynolds' voice. That's the lady's actual voice. That's Gene Hagen's actual voice. That's hilarious. I thought that was so funny. Yeah, you, I mean, like, it's kind of a weird workaround, right? Right, and her, um, part of it, when she's singing, it was just that one song um, in the movie that she's covering Lena, yeah, yeah. that's not Debbie Reynolds singing either. Yeah. It was a different actress. I think some of it is Debbie Reynolds singing, like Good Morning and yeah, when some she, of the when, others. When Debbie Reynolds is singing for herself, I think that's actually Debbie Reynolds. Right. When she's singing for someone else, it's just another person. Right, it is. So, But I thought it was, it was like, wait, and that's what they were saying is that Gene Hagen's real voice is a lot, it was a little mm-hmm. bit richer than Debbie Reynolds' teenage voice. Do you think... That they could remake this. Oh wait, they did. It's called La La Land. Oh. Mm. I I, mm. I say, could they remake? I mean, pe- people have constantly been comparing La La Land to this, and it's like, yeah, I would say that this is a very. It's not a remake. Also, though, if I were to make a remake of this, mm-hmm. that's not a terrible cast to use the cast of La La. You know what I mean? Like Ryan right. Gosling and Emma Stone aren't terrible no. in that context. Right. Yeah, I I was thinking about that. You'd have to have some really good dancers. And I'm sure the only one I think about, because I don't know a lot of dancers, is that Derek. Derek, H-O-U-G-H. Oh, and I was like, Hugh Jackman? No, 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 no. I'm thinking Derek. An actual dancer. Derek, H-O-U-G-H. How? Yeah, Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, but like, can he sing and also act? Yes. Here's the thing, though. The thing that you got to look at with these kind of movies is star power. Right. You're going to remake Singing in the Rain right. with the guy from Dancing with the Stars. Yes, he's very talented. And he's yes, a choreographer. He's, he's very he's choreographer. He's very talented in his own right. But is the guy from Dancing with the Stars going to get butts in the seats? You know what I mean? Right. It, or I don't know. is Hugh Jackman as... Yeah, but I don't want to see Hugh Jackman in this. They're role. also running out of musicals for Hugh Jackman to do. You know what I mean? Like We, right. we get it. Hugh Jackman's talented. Let he's him do something so else. He's so talented, but Let yeah. him do Wolverine again. Um, yeah, I don't know, but some, I mean, I'm sorry, you don't need to touch this because Gene Kelly's amazing. Could they do, and I mean, I feel like it would have been interesting if La La Land did something similar, like to this, where all of the music 
was just other music that was already written. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, right. And not in, like, a pop music way. Right. But in, like, a, like this, where it's just, oh, yeah, this is from The Music Man. Or, like, th- right. this is from older, the era of Hollywood that it's set. This is what that's from. Right. Because um, I think that would be kind of interesting. Well, and I also found this movie interesting where they brought in the jazz singer. Because that's true. That yeah. is that That was really truthful. That's really what happened. Al Jolson did... That the jazz singer in That's What Really Started the Talkies. So they just about have this movie finished. The The Dancing Cal- Cavaliers is now a musical. Everything mm-hmm. is shot. Lena has no clue. But then Lena's best friend Zelda tattles. <laughs> Thank you. That's a Zelda noise. I know. But here's the question, and you probably won't know when I tell you who the who Shigeru Zelda Miyamoto. was. Shigeru Miyamoto. No. Princess. No. Hyrule. I just keep going. I was going to say, do you know who played Zelda? Not the game <laughs> Zelda, the character in Singing in the Rain. She, you look at her very quickly, and unless you know who she is... I have no idea. Rita Moreno, who is most... Most known for lots of good Fighting stuff. Fighting the Power Rangers. No. She was in West Side Story. Oh. As a as kind of a main character. Is she the, She's not the main girl, though. The other no, girl, that girl, was right. Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood. Yeah. she get murdered? Uh, she did. She passed away. But she get murdered? She, I don't... They still don't know what happened. Well... What? They're still talking. They're still trying to figure that out after all this time. What? Yes. We got a movie about that? Who's involved in that? Her husband at the time. Who's her husband? Robert Wagner. Who's he? An actor. Anything, like, currently? Still? They're still figuring it out. No, I mean, like, is he still an actor? Well, he's really old. So So, are a lot of actors. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, there's a whole lot of story to that. You should... Yeah. What? They were on a ship and she fell over. Christopher Walken was there. That's why I know that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She fell over. In quotes. Wink. Yeah, we, that's what they're saying now. Wink. That's what the investigators are now thinking. Really? Wink. She didn't wink. wink. She didn't. I she know. went for a swim. Wink. With cement shoes. I don't know. But anyway. And a punch to the head. I don't know. <laughs> that's a little graphic there. Okay, so let's go back to the movie. Okay. So then Zelda blabs everything. Yeah. And Lena, she reads her contract. And she gets to do her own publicity. So originally, Cosmo and Don and Kathy, Kathy agreed to do this because it was for one picture only. And then Kathy was going to break out on her own and they were going to say, this is Kathy, it wasn't Lena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lena's like, oh, no, you're not. I do my own publicity in my contract. So then she sends all these stories to the press about how amazing she is and how wonderful she is and how she's going to be doing lots more musicals. And Kathy says, no, you're not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. And Lena goes, you have a five-year contract, honey. So that's the whole... I know that sounded a little witchy, but... No, but hold on. I think I just realized something. Yeah. That voice. Yeah. Do it again. I can really only do it that I can't stand. Okay. I can't stand in voice because, because it, when the way I it, did it, it was right, bad. right. But you do it, and then I hear it, and I go, "Wait a minute! It sounds like another voice." Okay, do you want me to do it again? Yeah, do it again. That, but I'm gonna do just that. do whatever. I have to think about it. I can't stand them. It's a little Miss Piggy. 
Am I just over here freaking out? Yeah. I think so, because Miss Piggy is a little bit more... Yeah, more of that. Yeah. 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 That's all I can... That. There you go. Just So, then she threatens to take the studio away from RJ or RF or RT or whatever his name is. And so, fine. They're going to... Kathy's going to do it. She picks it up and terrifies the entire planet. So, they show the movie... And the audience is overwhelmed, and they're clapping and clapping, and Don and Lena keep going out, and they keep going out, and then they want a speech. And so Don's going to go out, and she's like, no, I'm going to do the speech, in her in her little pitchy voice. And then she starts talking. Well, um, most one of the funniest lines throughout the entire film is when she says something about, don't you, th- what do you think, I'm dumb or something? Well, she wasn't very intelligent. She was kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. So then she starts talking and the whole audience is going, that's not what she sounded like. Yeah. Sing for us. So what they just, so um, Lena comes back and says, okay, you're going to go back behind that thing and I'm going to pretend and you're going to sing for me, Kathy. And she says, no. And Don goes, Kathy, you have to do it now. She's like, I'll do it, Don, but I never want to see you again. Yeah. Cause he's kind of like mean. He was mean about it. And, and you know, and you think, well, that was kind of a butt. I was yeah. like, Gene Kelly, you're a butt. You're a butt, Gene Kelly. I know. When I was 10, I thought that. So, anyway, so then they start singing, singing in the rain. Yeah. And I love that um, Lena's hands are doing, like, little bird. It's very cute. And then Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor and the RJ or whatever, they start doing it on the... And then they basically what they do is they pull up the curtain behind Lena, and everybody can see it's Kathy singing and not Lena. Well... Kathy is just mortified, and so she starts running out, and Gene Kelly's character goes, everybody stop her. This is Kathy Selden. She's the hit. She's the one that's doing everything. But what I found out on Prime is that, did you see that she was crying? No. She was, okay, so if she is running, and then she turns around to Gene Kelly's character, she has tears running down her face. She rubbed an onion in her eyes Oh. to make herself cry. Oh. Yeah, and she literally has tears on her face. I mean, face. just think about like a sad puppy or something. <laughs> well, oh, you can just yeah, oh. you could do that. I don't know if I could make myself cry on you the th- band. Do you think you can make yourself cry? No, I'm gonna do it right now. Right? No, no, I don't want to. Okay, that looks not like you're crying. <laughs> okay, you know what's so funny? What is you are crying? Yes, but you look. You look a little constipated. What? <laughs> you look like you're constipated. What? Or like a like a red and stimpy kind of character because you were like scrunching up your face. So anyway, so then, you know, Gene Kelly's character is telling her that she loves him. He loves her and she loves him and smoochy smoochy. And then the next movie that's coming out is Don Lockwood and Kathy Selden in Singing in the Rain. Wait, what? Yeah, the big billboard at the end. It's, hold on. It's Kathy Selden. Right. And, and Don Lockwood. So they're in a movie. In a movie. Called this movie. Yes. That but was weird. Yes. It's not this movie. No. It's like at the end of the original Ocean's Eleven when they all walked by their own names. Yes. And you're like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> right. So this movie is amazing. The music is fabulous. The dancing, the choreography is so great. I did want to say something else. That, again, I said that Gene Kelly was a taskmaster. There's the one, the only part of the movie that I don't like. He fought the Avengers? 
That's a really that was a really obscure supervillain task mask task masters. So. Oh, I was like, what? Don't worry. So about I'm it. gonna back up just a little bit. There's the the one section of scene that I never liked from when I was ten years old to mm-hmm. now, which was only forty something years, not 142 years, Mister <laughs> Smarty Pants. Is I don't like that modern scene that they threw in the gotta dance. Blech. I didn't like that. I never liked that whole modern. But there's a woman. There's one scene where he's dancing, and there's this um, woman dancing. She's got really jet black hair. Do you remember that? And like this. Sure. You don't remember. No. Anyway, that was Sid Charisse. And okay. she was a very famous dancer. She also, she was in An American in Paris with him. She uh-huh. danced with Fred Astaire. She did a lot of dancing. And it said in the Amazon Prime things that Sid Charisse's husband always knew who she was dancing with. If she came home with bruises, not because he was a beater, but because they worked so hard, he knew she was working with Gene Kelly. Yeah. If she was dancing, but there were no bruises or blisters or anything, he knew she was dancing with Fred Astaire. Because Fred Astaire was sloppy. No, just a little bit not as Taskmaster. I don't know. He's in that Santa Claus movie, right? The, yes. The, is that Fred Astaire? Yes. I get him and Bing Crosby mixed up. No, that one's Fred Astaire. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The Santa Claus is Coming to Town? Yes. I like that movie. That's the little, movie. it's not CGI. What's it's that? Claymation. Claymation. Yeah, that yeah. was him. So, um, let me see what else do I need to say about this movie. Have I talked long enough? I really love this movie. Yeah, you've actually done a pretty good job. Okay. So, music is amazing. Actors are amazing. Gene Kelly is amazing. I wanted to say something else because, you know what? We have the best listeners in the entire world. Okay. We do. We really do. I saw a movie with Gene Kelly called... Xanadu. No. Well, yes, I did, but no. It's called Cover Girl, and it's starring okay. Rita Hayworth, and it's a fantastic movie. But every time I try to look it up, it comes out the musical. I saw it, and it wasn't a musical. Are you sure? I'm positive. So somebody has to prove me wrong, because I keep trying to Google it, and it, the musical just comes up. But I saw it once. No music. There was not one song... <laughs> in it it was just gene kelly talking you know gene kelly acting straight acting and he was kind of not a nice person in it and then rita hayworth who is a model who's beautiful who i think was either married to orson wells for a while or they were just together yeah you know what i think might have happened what is maybe every time that the singing and dancing happened some wolves popped up so your mom fast forwarded through the uh the scary scenes <laughs> No. So there was no music. So you're like, this is not a musical. And when I saw Cover Girl without the music, it was in black and white. And every time I try to find it, it's in color. I'm like, no, that's not it. So somebody needs to help me find the black and white, non-singing, non-musical version of Cover Girl. Because that is the most amazing film. I think you're making it up. I'm not making it up. I was always worried that this day would come where one day I'd be like, what's my movie this week, Mom? And you're like, it's called... Potato Famine, and it stars Jeff Goldblum, and it's from 1945, and it's... No! So, anyway, this is a buy it, watch it, love it, except the gotta dance scene. I don't like that one, but the rest of it is amazing. And the costumes are fun, and the Donald O'Connor make them laugh scene is just wonderful. Mm. So, I love it, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. And then find me Cover Girl without the music. I don't think that's real, but that's fine. It is. I know it <laughs> is. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to find it. Hey, do you have your phone? I do. Okay, good. No, I'm just making sure for the Hallmark segment. Oh, um, yeah, I do. 
because I'm I'm actually really excited about that Hallmark segment. Uh, don't look at our Discord. We'll talk about that in a second. Don't look at our Discord. Okay, um, I just saw that. Okay, I was like, did you see the word? No. Okay, cool. Hey, uh, if you're listening to this, you're late, obviously, but that's fine. Uh, what I just sent in our Discord, and so this is a reason to join our Discord, is next week's theme. We're gonna do a word association. So at the beginning of the episode, at the top of the episode of recording, I put in our Discord, hey, just need a random word. And then Dawn and I will pick a movie for each other to watch for that word. The first movie that pops up, whether it's relevant to that word or not, that's the movie that we're going to be watching for each other next week. Okay. And I have to tell you, you guys can't see me because... Well, Mom is mortified. I, I'm like... But that's the thing, is the word could be like, the word could be like sandwich. And you could be like, uh... I don't know, Avengers. Like, it's just... Okay, a, the, the, we'll just do that. Okay, that sounds good. The first movie. Okay. You hear this word. Okay. The first movie that pops oh, into I'm your head. I'm kind of nervous, because it always takes me some time to pick a good movie, and so now I'm going to exactly. come up with something dumb. No, that's fine. And, that's people, what I, and we'll have, like, one listener, one lonely person that will listen to us talking dumb. There was an SNL skit about Netflix recently yeah. that was, like, Netflix is making infinity amount of movies, and they're going to make everything... And there's like this, they had this joke that there's a show that only has one lady watching and her name was like Ruth. And it, it just reminded me of you of like, I'm the one lady that watches this. Yay! Yay! Uh, that's me half the time when they're always like canceling it. Oh, I was sweet. All right. Should we talk my, about Yeah, movie? my movie was 27 Dresses. Okay. Why'd you make that face? Because I love it. It makes me happy all the time. <sighs> Hold on. Let me tie the, tie the headband around, light the cigarette as I stand in the firing line. I didn't like this movie. I, it's, it's very cliche. Yes. And I, I, okay, okay. I understand why people like it. This is the equivalent of something like The Expendables. So hear me out. Okay. You go and you watch The Expendables and what do you do? Eat popcorn. And? Root for the heroes. Sure. And turn your brain off. Yes. There is there is nothing original about this movie. No. There is nothing stand out about this movie. This movie kind of sucks. <gasps> I love this movie. I don't like Katherine so... Heigl. Okay. She's the worst. She's not a good actress. But you don't think she's... I agree. I don't think she's very good in a couple of films I've seen of hers. I don't think she's good in anything. Uh, but I think she's good in this one. You know why she doesn't get work anymore? Well, she does. No. She's in a series. Eh. She's been in a couple of but, series. But anyway, you know why she no. went from TV to movies? Back to like starting no. at the bottom, because uh, she's difficult to work with and not very nice. Oh, I'm sorry. She has a bunch of kids, though. Yeah, whatever. Doesn't mean you're a good person. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Just means... It means you have a bunch of kids. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, but so this, this movie's fine. It's just like it's just so whatever. And do you on... want to talk about it? No. Okay, next week. Um, <laughs> no. no, if you really don't want to talk about it, no, we don't I just, have to. I mean, I, I'm just going to sit. I mean, we haven't done this in a while. Let me sit here and talk about how bad this movie is. Okay. But you're wrong. Everybody 27 Dresses is a movie about Katherine Heigl, who is like, she's a people pleaser. And it's not great that she's a people pleaser. And she just, everything that anybody wants, she does it. And she does it. And she does it. And she says, yes, 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 yes. Because she selfish. And she just wants to feel important. That's her whole thing. She wants to feel important in the weddings, and she wants to do this, and she's all blah, 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 me, me, me. Okay. No, she, it isn't. She is. You cannot sit there and tell me she's not selfish. She's, she's so, not selfish. She is so selfish because she loves the attention that it gets her. She loves being important in the part of it. That's why she does it, because she loves being the one who does it, because she's the best at it. She even says, I'm the best at this. 
Oh, that's true. You're right. She likes the the uh, the importance of it. Right. Oh, and right, then we're fine. introduced to James Marsden, who steals her wallet in a car. It's her file of facts, and he doesn't steal it. She leaves it in the cabbie. He steals her wallet. Cab, not the cabbie. Uh, uh, yikes. <laughs> also, she's going to two weddings on the same night, which yes. is rude. Uh, also, none of those people are in the, like, in the other, you know what I mean? Right. None of those, there's no crossover? Nope. Uh, what? How does she know all these random people? And it's like, in all of these, okay, first of all, let me just peel it back, and I'm sorry, I hate to do this she's been a bridesmaid 27 times yes she's got 27 people she's that close to i guess so she's so popular yeah oh boo the popular girl doesn't get married oh what a bummer all her friends get over yourself i I just why she has that like that many people care about her in her life to be like, hey, we want you to be a part of this. And you could say, oh, they're just doing that because they're using her. Okay. You know who the best character in this movie is? Who? Judy Greer. I do like her. She's funny. She's a little naughty, but... When did Judy Greer go from drunk best friend to suburban mom? I don't know. Is she a suburban mom? In all of the movies I've, like, seen her in recently, Uh Jurassic World 1, uh, the Halloween sequel she's the mom she's like suburban mom oh she her her character actor like character actorness went from like the sleazy drunk best friend to suburban mom in like five years that's what happens to us yikes yikes mom that's what i want to hear no i'm just (laughs) saying that happens to everyone i'm not saying that everyone is sleazy and then you become the suburban mom what i'm saying is in the acting world, yeah, you can play a different part in your twenties than you would play. So you would no, it, hope, yeah, in your fifties. But it was just funny that she showed up, and I'm like, Judy Greer. Yeah. Why aren't you somebody's mom? And then the girl that played the goth girl wasn't she someone? That's too? Jessica Jones. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I recognize. She's you a from girl something. who died from a heroin overdose on Breaking Bad. Oh, I was like, she died. No, 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 no. She's in alive. the in Breaking Bad. In Breaking Bad, and then Walt's just standing there like watching it happen, and she's like. Ugh! I never saw that show. It's really good. Okay. Um, but so, <laughs> this episode's just a lot of me going, <laughs> but I mean, that's the show, I guess. Okay. Well, I'm sorry you didn't like it because no, I no, thought no. you would think it was really cute. It's fine. It's just like there, to me, there are better romantic comedies that are less cliche, have more story, have more heart. This just felt like it had no, like, here's the thing. All of these characters were kind of bad people. Like, she's selfish. James Marsden's manipulative. Uh, the sister's manipulative. George is just kind of an idiot. He's not very smart. Yeah, like, that's his biggest flaw is that he's But the dumb. dog is nice. The dog is in two scenes. But he's still nice. But, like, I just felt like there was no one in this movie that you liked. The dad? But, like, he's barely... That's what I'm saying. is these characters that are barely in it. Like, Judy Greer is barely in it. And she's the only character that has any sense in this entire movie. Where she's like, your sister's bad. Stop talking to her. This guy's kind of a jerk. Stop talking to him. Right. I'm drunk. Like, <laughs> it's just a lot of, like, everyone sucks and everyone's terrible, and then they get over it, I guess. I'm sorry that you didn't like No, this. it's fine. Like, this movie he- is amazing. Here's the thing. Okay. P.S. I love you. Don't like that movie. You're so wrong. I think that is a much better romantic comedy. Only when, only when, um... 
She throws the shoe and whacks him in the head. That's the best part. All of the supporting characters in that movie, to me, have heart, have a purpose for being there. When Harry met Sally, all those characters have a purpose. Yes. Uh, You've got mail. Those characters had a purpose. Right. This movie, it's just like, they're all stereotypes. Right. They're all romantic comedy stereotypes. But this movie is, that's why it makes me happy. Because, again, I can just turn my brain off and just have fun. But why wouldn't I just want to watch a better version of that? But I guess, I okay, let me flip it on myself. Why do I like Expendables? Because it's stupid and it's just dumb to watch stupid things. Great. Fair enough. Like, I, I guess that that's fair. But I think, to me, there are just more enjoyable romance like i just i can't get behind a movie where i don't like the character i'm sorry like, well no it's fine i mean it's welcome to the show but like and i i know but i, I said, do think you're wrong that's fine i said break i mentioned breaking bad earlier and yes. that's a, a show not a movie but at the beginning of breaking bad you really do like walt he's okay. a teacher he's kind of a nerd he's a dad he's a goof okay. you kind of like him at the end of the show you are happy with the outcome because not good things don't happen to him because he becomes a terrible person. Okay. I like the growth of that. Right. If the show just started with him being terrible, I wouldn't watch it. Because I'm like, great, I just have to sit here and watch this terrible person for an hour. Right. Like, I felt like Catherine Heigl and James... Like, all of these characters just kind of mean. Although, and this is what I hated, she got all mad at him for lying to her. He didn't lie. That's... That's not... He, he never said... I'm not this. Right. He's just like, oh, I'm a writer. My name's Kevin. Like, he's being honest with her. Right. He just omitted very important facts. Here's the thing. Now, R.L. Stein, okay? Yes. Let's say R.L. Stein walks into a hamburger place. Okay. Or a Starbucks. And they go, hey, what's your name? Do you think he goes R.L. Stein? Or do you think he says Robert or whatever his real name is? Probably, yeah. Like, Like, I... I don't think that that's wrong that he didn't use his pen name when introducing himself to somebody. Right. Because, like, he has fans. He has people that, like, are kind of clingy. You really think he had fans from the wedding section of the paper? Well, she was a oh, fan. Oh, yeah, that's true. She wrote, and she cut them all out. even his little friend is, like, all he is talking about how all these women are, like, so about him and his writing and blah, 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 blah. And that's why he goes by his pen name. Or he, he uses a pen name. Right. So he didn't do anything wrong, and she's all acting like he did something wrong. But then, when she's getting lunch with her boss, like, because the sister can't go, and he sees it, and he's all heartbroken, it's like, what are you, why are you mad at, that's her, what, she's been doing this whole movie, is going and doing these things, like, oh, because you love him. Why do you care? You're not involved. You're, you ruined her life. Yeah, you're using her. Then dunked her the night before. Right. Like terrible and then you sang benny and the jets which is funny i did like that they didn't know the words to that well who does i don't i do do you yeah really yeah all of them yeah ready no benny and the jets yeah but i think there's more benny and the benny and benny and the magazine benny and the jets that was good thanks mom you're welcome I'm so, proud. Thanks. So, do you want to talk about how much you hate this movie some more? I or didn't. Should we keep going. Okay, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it just feels so like it lacked heart. I feel like the actors were not at fault here, but none of them were good. And there's some good actors in this movie. Right. Malin Ackerman is great. Who? The sister. 
Oh, what, she's a what, great actress. Has she done anything else lately? Yeah, tons of stuff. Okay. She's in Watchmen. Oh, okay. I get her mixed up with a couple of other actresses. Um, I don't like Katherine Heigl. James Marsden is fine. He's a good actor. Don't, no, don't make that eyebrows when I say James Marsden is fine. Don't do that. What are you, stop doing that. What are you doing? No. I like him. I think he's a great actor. Yeah, don't say it like that. No, stop with the eyebrows. <laughs> I'm just doing that now to be silly. Uh, like, but in this movie, yeah, I just didn't care about him. <laughs> like, he just, yeah. There's just a lot of, and I, I know I'm sitting here and tearing apart a movie that, like, doesn't matter. Like, and I'm, like, finding holes that don't matter. But, like, welcome to the show. Like, <laughs> Right, this is what we do, and that's okay. No, but what I mean is, like, like yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I, I'm not going to like everything, but would I watch this again? I mean, maybe. But I just, I feel like there's much better romantic comedies. Would, like, would you watch uh, Singing in the Rain again? Oh, yeah, 100%. Singing in the Rain's phenomenal. Right. I get, I get, okay, for all that I'm sitting here and, like, dunking on it, Mm-hmm. Probably should use dunking for. Probably should stop using dunking for more than one yes. Uh, verb. Yes. Uh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. But for all that I'm sitting here dunking on it, I understand your logic of like turning your brain off, uh-huh. eating popcorn, just enjoying a stupid movie. Right. Because my other choice was, mm-hmm. which you should just say thank you, mom. Yeah. Because my other choice is Jane Austen's Persuasion. <laughs> Love that film with. Kieran Searin Hines. You give me another Jane Austen, I give you another... Uh, exactly, I that's you, what I what figured. What was it? Uh, Coen Brothers. Yeah, or I was even thinking that guy that I really don't like. Tarantino. Yeah, I'll give you another Tarantino. Yeah, no. But I'm, so, I think what you meant to say was thanks, Mom, for 27 dresses. Yeah, also the stupid number 27 constantly pops up everywhere in my life and I hate it. So the fact that you gave me 27 is like, yeah, of course. That's your special number. It's my favorite number. Okay, rate number. it. Buy it, rent it, throw it in the trash. <coughs> rent it. Because it's not, as for as much as I was like, this sucks, it's garbage. I get it. Is it for me? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, this movie is not for me. But, I get it. I get why happy. people like it, I get why it makes people happy, so... Is this something that <coughs> I would rent? No. But I can understand why people like it. This is definitely a date night movie, a, a popcorn yes. movie, a, a bunch of people movie. This is one of those movies. So I think even though it's got flaws, it's okay. still something that is probably better with a bunch of people. Right. I am also a cynical 28-year-old <laughs> that's sitting here in his room alone, like watching 27 Dresses and being like, <laughs> this don't make any sense. <laughs> like, like I'm obviously have a skewed, I obviously have a skewed perspective here. But yeah, I don't know. So that's what I think. I think it. I think it's a rent it for all that I was like, <laughs> rent it. Okay. Well, good enough. Well, should I do our spiel? Yes. Okay. So we have. Whoops. So we. You're not looking have... at our Discord, are you? I'm Cheer. not. No, I'm going to the Hallmark thing. Oh, I'm so excited for this. I've been practicing my my. Okay, we need to talk about something. Tell me. So, we started this whole Hallmark Christmas movie thing. Right. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. About the week after. I was going to say, I think we started... Well, we started at the end of October is when yeah. the Hallmark movie started. About the week after. Yes. Another much more famous podcast. Not as good as ours. That's... Well, that's not true. My brother, my brother and me 
started a very similar... They stole it from us. They did not steal it from us. I think they did. They started a very similar segment. Yes, they did. It's definitely better than our segment. No, it's not. Our segment is so fun. Our segment is fun, but, like, I wish I came up... Like, okay, our segment... I know, because I can't come up with fake titles, because they're all so good. Yeah. But their segment is, it's three, their show is it's three brothers. Right. And they're a Vice podcast. But then they have this segment called That's a a Christmas to Me. Yes. And one of the brothers reads three different descriptions of Hallmark movies. Except one of them is one him and his wife made up. Yes. So then the other guys have to figure out which is the fake one. Uh, they did another one. Uh-huh. Uh, Shoe Addict's Christmas was one of the ones he listed as like, is oh, yeah, this that's real? that's a real one. So. Uh, and he had Candace Cameron Bure or Burret or whatever. Bure. Uh, he, she, it was, and this character played by Candace Cameron Bure yep. in all of them. Oh. Um, but, okay. Uh, so let's do the. Do the plugs and then we'll do. Okay. The, so we have a Facebook. Uh, Kid Justin Mother approved on Facebook. We have. Uh, Twitter. Twitter. KTMA show at Twitter. We have an email. Uh, uh, KTMA show at gmail.com. We have a Patreon if you'd like to sponsor our baby little podcast. We would love that. Any amount is a great amount. I'm thinking about doing another uh, another, something. another special something. It'll be very different than last year. Last year was really cool. Uh, this year, I mean, I'll just say what I'm thinking about for this year. I don't know if I'm hoping that we can make it happen. But what I'm going to do is reach out to you guys, the listeners, uh, and I want you to email some of the movies that we've watched, your favorite scenes from those movies, uh, I think it would be fun if uh, you and I recorded <laughs> like just an episode of just us reading scenes. That's funny. So uh, a couple scenes I was thinking of just that have shown up on the show, the interrogation scene from The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. Georgie and Pennywise. In yes. It. Would you – because, okay, if we're reading Georgie and Pennywise in the sewer, yes. who's reading Pennywise? Me? Yeah. Because it's way funnier. If, like, it's me, it's, like, it's actually kind of creepy. Right. But if it's, like, you, hi, I'm Pennywise. No, because I'd feel so bad. I'd be, like, sorry, little Georgie, I'm going to eat you now. <laughs> no. Well, we'll uh, see. We, that's we could re-record the Taken speech. Um, oh, yeah, I'd like that. We, you know, so so that's my thing, is if there's a movie that we've watched on the show sure. that you want to hear us <laughs> recreate or redo some of those lines, send it in. I think that will be really fun. Um, and who you want to do what? Yeah, who do you want to do what part? Because that would uh, be really funny. All right, so let's see. Uh, if you want some cool merchandise, Ruben is wearing a shirt today. He looks so good in it. Thanks, Mom. No, you really do. It's a great shirt. I need to buy some. Hint, hint. Um, you're going to go to T Public. T-E-E Public? Mm-hmm. Dot com. Dot com. Slash user. User. Slash KTMA show. Right, and buy some really cool shirts. Mm-hmm. Give us a little plug there. And let's see, what else do we have, Ruben? Oh, oh, we we got- have a Discord, but... You have to look it up in the notes. Yeah. We got an email. I love emails. I'm so sorry, but I love them so much. Heyo. It says heyo? It says heyo. Cool. Cool. Bye. That's it. Um, no, that's cool. I'm so stoked for episode eight. Episode 80? Episode 80? That's what this is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this a long time, huh? Hold on. I just need that to be my text tone. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Like, like a dinosaur. Wow. 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 <laughs> no, it's that's funny. I, I don't know why that made me laugh so much. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm so stoked for episode 80. Singing in the Rain is one of my favorite movies. Yes. I remember watching with my grandpa and it still gives me the warm fuzzies. 
Also, 27 Dresses is awesome, but I'm a bit bummed that the holiday wasn't picked because I love that movie just a smidge more than the former one. Because that's what you say, you were going to give me the holiday. Yes, the holiday. To say that I was excited when I heard that I won the mug is a bit of an understatement. Yay! Free I thing- know who this is! Free things and Kelsey go together like pickles and ham. Of course, <laughs> y'all have seen The Breakfast Club, so to give you a visual of my excitement when I won the mug, just <laughs> go to the end and watch when Judd Nelson thrusts his hand in the air. That's me. Just insert a mug into the clenched fist. Also, I'm not sure if this was intentional or not. Maybe a copy and paste situation, but the description at the end of episode 79 also promises a free mug to the first person to notice it. So this is me noticing it. Hello, second free mug. Hopefully. <laughs> Kelsey. P.S. Don, thank you for laughing at my mug shop pun. I thought it was pretty funny as well. It is funny. And hi, Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. You're getting two mugs. We're going to give her two and you better change it or you're going to be mugless. I... <laughs> you're going to just keep giving mugs to everybody. It's everybody gets a mug. Yeah. You get a mug. A and mug, you get a mug. You know, kids, Oprah. And you get a mug. Yep. And you get a mug. All right. Um so do it do you want to do the hallmark or do you want to do the Hallmark, 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 okay. Hallmark, Hallmark, so Hallmark, Hallmark. So I'm gonna tell you the title. And I'm gonna tell you the, what it's about. Okay. And then I'm gonna tell you what it really is. Okay. And then you're gonna Okay. Mingle all the way. Mingle all the way? Yes. Done. Okay. Done. Okay. Okay. So wait, most important thing. This is the Hallmark Channel, not the Hallmark Movie and Mystery Channel. So no Santa Claus found at a creek. No, I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, there are no Santa Clauses dead in creeks in any of these four films. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Okay, okay now four just on the Hallmark Movie and Mystery Channel or four on all There's of them? two on Hallmark Channel this okay. week and two on the Hallmark Movie and Mystery Channel. Okay, Mingle All the Way Yes. is about a big city businesswoman okay. who, uh, she is a single mother... Played by Candace Cameron Bure. Burret. How do you say her name? Bure. Candace Cameron Bure. She's a single mother. Uh, and it's Christmas, but she's trying to find, like, like she's, she's trying to work. Work, 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 work. All she does is work. And her kid's like, Mom, you need to go out and date. And she's like, okay, sassy kid actor. So she goes out. And she goes speed dating, okay? So okay. speed dating, speed dating, speed dating, speed dating. She finds this guy. He's so great. His name is Nick. He's so amazing. Boom, 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 boom. He's Santa Claus. Mingle all the way. Good. How close? Not at all. Okay, no, that's not true. Candace Cameron? Not Candace oh, Cameron. No, no she, was, she was in the shoe attic. That's it. I thought she was in like 10 of these. Every year she's in a new Christmas movie. Just one? I thought she was in like six a year. No, one. So this off. is starring Jen Lilly, Brent Doherty, is how I say it, or Doherty, whatever, Doherty. So basically, it is the story of a big city girl. I was close. You were close on that. Single mom? No. She actually doesn't like the holidays. Her mom is super high pressure about everything. When are you going to date someone? When is your, let me set you up. Your aunt's, you know, your aunt's dentist's son is available. So she actually creates an app called mingle all the way i was so close you were not that close an app and speed dating are pretty much the same thing but what it is it's where you meet but it's not for relationships it's just to have someone to attend functions holiday functions with so you're not always having to get paid no what a ripoff no (laughs) it's just to have someone to go with so you don't look like a dork all the time so she is trying to get a big sponsor to support this. So so her partner says, okay, you got to do this. So she signs up, and then she meets this guy who has signed up. But she doesn't tell him who she really is, and they start to get along. And then there's a little romance, and mm-hmm. there you go. Okay. So, so I was you, not close at all. Not really. Okay. 
Okay. Can I rate it? Right, but my movie was much better. Can we agree? good. Can we agree? Yeah, because I have to tell you this movie was not good. What do you give it? A zero. A zero. Okay, one, because you can't, because we're doing 12 Days of Christmas. Yes. Okay. So the second movie on the Hallmark Channel. Here we go. Here we go. A Majestic Christmas. Are you joking? No, that's what it's called. Okay. Okay, Majestic Christmas is set in England in like long ago time. Not like kings and queens long ago time but like you know like uh jane austen time okay, okay. and it's candace cameron bure no she's and you're so silly and it's it's a what a stupid title a majestic she's a big city girl who uh moves to her hometown because her job's gonna foreclose some small town <laughs> the poop smith <laughs> The poop smith. <laughs> yeah, and he wears a little peasant hat, and he has he has a pitchfork. Okay. And he's, 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 he's like, I'm shoveling dung, because it's England. Okay. And that's his whole thing, and he's like, oh, and she falls in love with him. Okay, so no, <laughs> so majestic Christmas is about a young architect who goes back to her home because the majestic theater. Oh, come on. Is, has been purchased by a guy. AMC. No. Well, basically, that's what he wants to turn it into. It's the small town theater that does community theater and movies and one little <sighs> theater. And he wants to turn it into like a multiplex and everything. And she is trying to restore the history part of it. He just wants money, money, money. But then he meets the town and the town hates him. As they should. Yes. Well, actually, no. They shouldn't. Because you know what this man's doing? Huh. Building an economy. That's what he's telling them, but all they're seeing is the history being taken away. So anyway, then her parents kind of befriend him and things happen, and he at the end... Kisses the mom. No. no. <laughs> at the end, he decides... So what she does is she does the plan that he wants. She She does all the blueprints and everything, but then she makes her fantasy plan because he wants a big multiplex with a big VR arcade and all this crazy Dope. stuff. I want that. Right. Well, so what she creates is the keeps the ceilings, keeps all the interior, makes it into three small theaters instead of a multiplex. There's they don't a, knock it down. There's a room with just Jeff Goldblum's face on everything. No, there was there is a museum to all of the historical stuff that's happened in this theater because it was built in like 1942. Does it keep the VR arcade? She keeps the VR arcade. VR arcade. And so at the end, she decides, because she also works for a big city firm, but it's just tear down and build again. Tear down. And she really wants to... I was so close with the big city thing. Yeah, you were. The fact that this is the one I didn't use big city on is frustrating. Right. And she wants to create kind of support the history but make it nice so then she quits her job Mm -hmm. to finish the majestic and then is going to redo her town like the restaurant said oh well you know we could use some some upping of this so that's what it is another stinker it gets a one okay it was so boring i didn't care i came up with a better thing you kind of did poop smith okay yeah i don't know about a poop smith but (laughs) Okay, so now we're jumping over to the Hallmark oh boy, movie and mystery. Go with the there are no, there's no. So the theme <laughs> of this is miracles of Christmas. Okay, there's no dead Santa, so you have to stop saying that. Okay, so I have to go here because I forgot where we were here. Let's see. Oh yeah, 
This is, okay, super simple. And I have to kind of remember this All right, real here we quick. Go. Christmas Wonderland. Christmas Wonderland? Yeah. All right. Uh, this is a story. Now Brandon I have to remember. Brady. What? Who no, is... stop doing that. <laughs> I just had to. Sorry. Okay. Christmas Wonderland. Why can't these have like descriptive words? Okay. Christmas Wonderland, and it's a Hallmark movie, right? Yes, a Hallmark movie and mystery. Oh, okay, perfect. But there's no mystery. What do you mean there's no mystery? Because they can't put it on the mystery. That's like that's like going on an Animal Planet and being like, "This is a show about tortillas." <laughs> no, it's the Hallmark movie and mystery channel. So they show movies and mystery programs. They show movies and then in the middle a guy can't find his keys. <laughs> yeah, that's the mystery. Waha The commercial is where'd my keys go? Waha What is okay. that noise? I don't know, that's my where are my keys sound. Waha Waha Are okay. you Wario? What is we're just making weird sounds tonight. Okay. Okay. Re- one more time, what's it called? Christmas Wonderland. Okay. Okay, I've got this. Okay. There's a woman. Yes. Okay, I feel like it's always the woman. Yes. Like, it's always, like, it starts with her. Yes. And she is a wood lady. (laughs) Not a lumberjack. Okay. But she, like, she, like, owns a wood shop, okay? Okay. And she's gonna go home. Okay. For the holidays. Okay. And she lives in this town that loves Christmas. Okay. And her dad is Ed Asner. Okay. And she's Candace Cameron Bure, and and they live in this beautiful forest. Okay. Okay. And then all of a sudden you're, what's that? Optimus Prime. No, just kidding. It's it's like a it's a tractor. And yeah. It's, and he's it, cutting all the trees down. Well, not yet, okay. but it's like starting to build this big area, and you're like, oh, my phone. And you're like, what's uh, what's going on? And then this guy gets out of the tractor, and he's like, I'm a worker man. That's the guy she's going to fall in love with. Okay. And he's like, this company says we have to destroy this forest. And he, she gives him the slip, and it's her company. And she's like, oh, no. And then uh, Ed Asner's like, the spirit of Christmas will save this. And then they fall in love. Not Ed Asner. <laughs> the, 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 the Candace Cameron and the, the washed-up guy from 80s television fall in love. And... Ed Asner is Santa Claus. No. Okay, not even right. close. N- not even close? Uh-uh. So, actually, I have to tell you who th- who stars in this. Is it Ed Asner? No. It's Emily Osment. Wait, really? Do you know who she is? Yeah, Haley Joel's little sister. Yes, but who was she? Uh, what was her big claim to fame? She was uh, in... Um, Hannah Montana. She yeah, played the yeah. best friend. She's been in other series. Yeah, yeah. But so Because she's a grown-up now. So, basically, what it is is she is an assistant in an art gallery. Okay. And her sister calls her in a panic that her she and her, her husband have been invited to a realtor convention and they are the keynote speakers, but she has no one to take care of the children. So she goes so home mad about this. to take care of the children. And they're like 7 and 14. And she um, is... You know, dropping the kids off, doing all that. And then the mom's like, oh, and by the way, I volunteered to be a helper for the snowball. Mm-hmm. The winter snowball. So you have to go. Well, who's at the winter snowball? Who's in charge? Her Ed ex, Asner. Her ex-boyfriend, 
and the both of them were the king and the queen of the winter snowball when they were in high school so then they start working together and and she's also a painter she's left her painting behind to work in this gallery could you say that i was close no with wood and painting no and then she starts painting again and they start setting up the she's winter married. ball she's not married no 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 oh. she's single she goes to take care of her sister's oh kids. i misunderstood that i was yeah, like she's no, married she's not married so anyway and they fall in love again and everything is perfect i'd give it a six i guess it was okay i think mine was better well no okay last one for tonight you ready yeah once upon a christmas miracle once upon a christmas miracle and the theme is christmas miracles yes Okay. Miracles of Christmas. Tell you right now, I'm probably not going to talk about the main miracle of Christmas. How you can sit through this garbage. I love this garbage. <laughs> you get into Christmas Miracle to endure this crap. It's good. I like it. Okay. A Once Upon a Christmas Miracle. Yes. What's that? Okay, now I got it. Okay. Boom. Okay. It's 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 Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. Okay. But instead of a raven, it's a Christmas bird. And I'm not looking at you because I'm going to think of what a Christmas bird is. It's a goose. Okay? okay. And it's once upon a Christmas so he's sitting there and he's the goose? No, no, Edgar Allan Poe, but he's okay. not Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. He's Candace Cameron Bure. <laughs> and she's sitting there. Okay. And she's like She's like so like oh I, my mom died and I and I'm a big city businesswoman and my big city business is lamps, and she she's a lamp lady and she but not like a lamp lighter because right. it's modern, but she's like she she like makes these beautiful decorative lamps but nobody's making her a decorative lamp but it's like a metaphor you know okay. what I mean like right. nobody's like falling for her she's doing all these things for other things, like in Twenty Seven Dresses like in like every every one of these movies so, so she's like. Oh, and she's making all these decorative lamps. <laughs> and, then her, and then a goose crashes through the window. A goose crashes through the window, yes. okay. Because in Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven, a raven, like, quietly sulks in the I don't imagine a goose quietly. No, because I don't know if they... Well, no, that's, they do fly. I'm like, I don't think they fly. They fly. Geese definitely fly. Oh, yeah, they fly over our preschool all the time. Yeah. And honk. Yeah, but also imagine like a woman sitting there working in her business. And then big old fat goose flies through the thing. Okay, so a goose crashes through the window. Okay. And she's like, oh my gosh, what's happening? And he's just like, Christmas. <laughs> okay. So she's like, wow, a talking goose. Uh, oh, so, it talks. Yeah, it says Christmas. Okay. Uh, so then. No, hold on. We're getting there. So then she's like, well, we need to make sure that the people know about this talking goose. Okay. Right? So she takes it, and she's going all around the town, grabbing it by the neck, and being like, look at this talking goose, look at this talking goose. And it's just like, squawk, squawk, squawk. And then she's like, you know what, I'm going to kill you, because you're not talking, and I need this. So she takes it to the butcher, and then she, the butcher's going to kill it, and he doesn't, because it goes, no! And then her and the butcher fall in love. Wow. Not even anywhere close. Once Upon a Christmas Miracle, I don't remember the character's name. The names. Christmas Miracle is the talking goose. Okay, not in this, not in the real movie. This young woman is sick. 
and they find like out sick, sick, or sick, like, sick. Oh. She needs a. You li- can't bring a movie like you. She needs a liver transplant. This is sad. You can't bring a movie like. Th- it actually was hand. I thought it was going to be really sad. So I like had the tissues. It was, they handled it so nicely. But that you can't it bring a movie like this and be like, "All right, Ruben, make up the funny plot," and I'm sitting over here being like a big fat goose <laughs> crashes right. through the window. So the the uh, her sister gets on um, social media and they put posters everywhere and they're trying to find none of the family matches, nobody they know matches, and then there's this soldier who has come home after several tours. I think it's been like five years since he's been home. This is not a mystery. This is sad. And he's a match. And they meet, and he's like, guess what? I'm a match. Because she's like, well, if you want to do it, I understand. If you don't, she's, he's like, well, not only did I already do the test, but we're a match. And I'm going to give you part of my liver. Do and they kiss? Then they fall in love at the end, and it's all good. That's weird, right? No, because they start spending more time together. No, no, they here's like why that's other. weird, though. Huh? His organs are in her body. Well, that's okay. I don't think that's weird. Um, I think that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so so i would give this probably about a 10 what it was really good it was it was done nice and it was a good movie so 10 10 out of 12 so that's good and i think we've got four for next week oh boy so what do, have you been that's what i've been watching what have you been watching do any Anything of them have candace cameron Bure? no i cannot believe she's she, only in one that's ridiculous one a christmas that's she's a, done like six no she's done like 45 no six her and cameron matheson have done a whole bunch who cameron matheson he's a guy no i don't know he's a big popular hallmark guy. popular he's um, the hallmark guy okay okay what have you been watching Anything i've been good? playing no I've been playing, ah, maybe, I don't remember what I've been watching. I've been playing a lot of of uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu because I'm a child. Because, <laughs> yeah, because you're I'm, a little man baby. Because I'm a little baby, I'm a little man baby. Uh, it's pretty good. Was that the little ball that you throw at the TV? Okay. No, I mean, isn't that what it is? Yeah. little, it's cute. Yeah, thanks, Mom. You're welcome. Hey. Yes. Do you like this show? I do. Do you like half of this show? I like all of this show. Well, if you only like half of this show, or maybe if you like half the show and only want to hear more of a specific half of this show. Would that be you? Yeah, I got dates uh, coming up. Oh, good. This Friday, uh, if you are in the San Jose area, Bay Area, I will be at the Forager Tasting Room in downtown San Jose. Good for you, Ben. I'm co- Thanks, Mom. You're I welcome. am competing in a competition. <gasps> what is that? Go, Ruben. Ruben's going to win. That's probably not true. Everybody comes down and votes for Ruben. I mean, that would be appreciated. Um, I also have January 9th, I will be at Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale. Comedy Club. Comedy Woo-hoo! Club. That'll Ruben's be fun. A comedy Club. Thanks, Yay. Mom. No. I'm, no, I just, I'm really excited for you. I appreciate that. You're really funny. You're really good. If, no, but if you guys are in San Jose and you haven't seen Ruben perform, he's mostly clean. And no, right? Cause, yeah, know, mostly clean. My, when I yeah. saw you, you were all clean. Didn't use bad words. You didn't talk about naughty things. And yeah. you were really genuinely funny. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. That's it. Okay. okay. Bye. No. Are we going to talk about the theme? <sighs> okay, ready? So, like I said I'm earlier. I'm not going to be able to do this. It, no, it's going to be fine. It's, it's be word association. Okay. So, I'm going to pull this up. Okay. I'm going to see a word. I'm going to say the word. We're each going to get like five seconds. Or however long. Okay. Okay, I got the word. K. The word. Yes. Is unavailable. Okay. You got it. Yeah. Go first. 
you're gonna is that you want to tell you what you want me to tell you i think you haven't seen this one whatever leap year leap year i like leap year i know leap year we haven't done that one have we no yeah leap year <laughs> okay i apologize for this this is the first movie that came into my head unavailable rent the song the broadway play rent the musical rent okay. do you want to use your pass no no, 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 it's fine, because I don't think I've seen it all the way through. Yeah, you have, because when I was a kid, uh, you were watching it in the living room, and I was like, I was like a child. Not a child, but I was like a teenager, and I'm like, this movie musical's about what? Yeah. And then I sat there and watched the entire thing with you, and I was like, this is beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't remember watching it all. So uh, Me either, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're watching Lee Beer. Yes. Why, did, why Unavailable? Why did Unavailable come up to you? Well, because she's trying to get to him, and everything yeah. is just like... Do meh. you want to know why why rent was unavailable to me why because money because the first word when i heard unavailable was rent like you can't afford your rent and then i realized that that's a movie oh perfect so So that works well excellent well i'm gonna be watching rent you're gonna be watching leap year all right we'll see you guys leap rent leap rent 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 year rent year rent year okay rent year sounds like a business come on down to rent years and yeah, and rent your and rent yourself some stuff. <laughs> rent yourself some stuff. <laughs> it's the most like. I think this business is a front. <laughs> Why? Because their tagline is "Rent yourself some stuff," and then just a man, the emoji of a man shrugging. Like okay. I, don't know. Oh, I don't know. So, all right, guys, have a good one. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>